Welcome to the Mompreneur Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Moran. Just like you, I'm a mom entrepreneur on a mission to live a present and productive life, to be around for all the moments with my kids while also following my dreams and passions. Join me each week as I uncover a new tip or trick that will help you live your life just as you want and with as much ease as possible. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. Today is an exciting conversation because it is with one of my new business besties, Sam. I'm going to go into her bio. I'm going to share some of her amazingness that I've already uncovered as we've become new friends. And then we'll go into her entrepreneurial story because you know I love to hear similarities and just hear how people got started. I find it fascinating. So Samantha Harris is a membership mentor and an old soul with a love for succulents and sweet tea. She spent her career not only building businesses, but also relationships that drive her impact online. In 2018, Sam launched her own membership platform, Content and Connection, that now has chapters in nine plus cities across the US and serves business owners all over the world. Her membership has allowed her to create exponential income, formerly known as passive income, step away from the hustle culture, beat burnout, and live a life of freedom. Lucky for us, she now compiles her experiences and knowledge to help fellow female entrepreneurs do just the same, create membership communities with impact and intention. When she's not helping women like us be more present and productive in our businesses, you can find Sam at her home in San Diego with her husband and two mini doxies or by the pool under a cabana in Scottsdale. Like I said, Sam is actually one of my new business besties. We were connected by my friend Rochelle from episode number 15. And once we got to talking, we realized we're the same person. (laughs) That plus the amazing work she does that I know will help us mompreneurs be more present and productive made it a no-brainer to have her on the podcast. So Sam, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for this conversation because there's been a lot of talk lately about business models that scale creating exponential income as you talk about, and avoiding burnout while also exceeding your goals. But more than that, as a mompreneur, I'm just always trying to work smarter, not harder. And so I think you are going to help us do that. Before we dive into how to determine if a membership is right for you, and if so, what to do next, can you walk us through your business timeline and the major points in your entrepreneurial journey so we have a sense of where you've come to get to where you are today? Absolutely. I am so excited to be here and share with all the mamas, all the things that can help you create exponential income and make an impact at the same time. Passive income is a thing of the past, my friends, because it's just not true. I always say if passive income told the truth, it would call itself exponential income. And we'll get into that a little bit later, but funny story on how I got here. I've never really applied for a job as an adult. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I had lots of jobs as an adult, I was definitely an old soul, like you mentioned earlier. That's me. So that's another reason why I know we connect so well. <laughs> yes. And we're both Enneagram two wing threes, right? Yes. I forgot about yes. that. Yes. Because we were twins. Right. And so I have been recruited pretty much into every job I've had since I was 18. Wow. And that has been such a fun thing. I'm also a human design projector and that like totally fills my cup as well. I like to be invited mm-hmm. into things, you know, so <laughs> it's just been such a fun thing to be invited into helping these entrepreneurs build. I spent my first six years right after high school as 
an insurance agent in the financial industry. And I left that industry to help a friend and mentor of mine start a give back company in the apparel industry. Oh, cool. With them, I was the vice president of sales and marketing. And my favorite part of my job was helping these new brands build their businesses online. And one of my clients you know, I was showing her, this was in, I think 2016 when Instagram stories was just becoming a thing. And I was showing her like, Hey, you've got to capitalize on this. You've got the perfect personality. Here's your strategy. This is what you're doing. And she goes, Sam, why are you selling t-shirts? Why don't you do this? And I'm like, what, what do you mean do this? I was like, I am doing this. And she was like, no, no, you need to teach people how to use Instagram for your job. And I'm like, that's not a job. Well, lo and behold, two weeks later, left my job. It was a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I replaced my income within 24 hours of leaving my job, which was like totally a sign that I was exactly where I was meant to be. And it has been a wild ride ever since. So we started with the marketing agency thinking we were going to show up for other people online. Okay. It ended up turning into a business mentorship, helping startups, helping people who were struggling with their marketing show up as themselves online. So mostly coaches, personal brands, even bloggers and some celebrities even, <laughs> which was kind of fun, but we pivoted the agency a little bit more toward business mentorship. Then I realized my clients needed a place to land and really soak up all the changes that were going to happen on Instagram. If you're active on Instagram, you know, there's changes every single day, keep up with all the new things, keep up with the strategy. They needed a place to land for that. And so I had this idea of content and connection and content connection was created as a membership. That was a hybrid right out the gate when, you know, memberships were not really popular. I was telling my girls yesterday in the exponential income accelerator about how, when I first started content connection, I was just dying, (laughs) barely keeping myself afloat. It was so hard. And so content connection took off right away. Everybody loved it, needed it because it was different. It was content support, but also a way to create photos because most of my clients being mompreneurs had, you know, a three-year-old under three feet tall around to take their pictures. (laughs) And that Mm -hmm. was it. Or a grumpy husband on date night. Right. So we filled that gap for them and created a place for them to connect with each other. That wasn't one of these like rigid networking groups that you have to pay a million dollars to be in and they lock out their competition. You know, I was part of all those. So yeah. So it was in person. That was where the picture part comes in. It's a hybrid. Yeah. So our education was all done online so that you can sit down and watch it. You can do it at your leisure. It's recorded, but then there is an in-person component to it where there's actual connection happening and the pictures are getting taken. So it's so much fun. But through that, I actually had a lot of clients coming to me and saying, I want to build a membership. And I'm like, okay, I can help you with that. (laughs) And then I just started helping people with that through the pandemic. There was a lot of people that came to me and said, Hey, I'm not allowed to work right now. Can you help me build a membership online so that I can make some money? And I think we built somewhere around 10 or 12, just in the pandemic. And I was like, wait a minute, there might be something to this. So now I have moved in really to the role of membership mentor. It still encompasses the marketing strategy, obviously still the startup strategy that I love teaching, but really helping people create these systems where they can serve their community. They can make a bigger impact 
and they can create exponential income for themselves. And I know that sounds like a big fancy word. So I'm going to really explain what exponential income means. It means doing the same work once, but getting paid over and over again. Mm -hmm. So exponential income means that if you have one member, you're going to do the same work as if you have a thousand, but shooting for a hundred, 200, 500, a thousand is going to provide that exponential income for you. So you're going to do the work anyway, might as well make some impact with it. So I say being paid on your impact versus your hours. Mm -hmm. There's so much we have to unpack here because there's so much amazingness that you've said in such a short period of time. So if you could see my notes now, guys, two pages full of them already. Let's talk about the fact that I love what an action taker you are. And I talk about this a lot, especially with my mompreneur with ease method, which is my life framework of how I figured out how to be present and productive as a mompreneur. I'm trying to at least. Mm -hmm. And those three things that I've talked about that you need are strategy, support, and self-care. Yes. And really when it comes to strategy, it's really more strategic mindset. And you have that tenfold. Because you did the work, you listened to what people had to say, and then they asked for the next thing. You had the demand Mm -hmm. and you took action on it. People said, Hey, you're really good at Instagram. Can you help me do it? And you were like, sure. Yeah, I could do that. And two weeks, you said two weeks later from people telling you, you should do this to actually doing it. That's how long it took you to do. Most people might sit on that idea for years and think like, well, I should do that or I shouldn't. No, you went and did it. So I just want to highlight that first, that I love what a go-getter you are and how you are leading by example and actually doing the thing to make your life the way that you want. So kudos to you. Thank you. I've never thought about it that way. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you are amazing. I can't believe that. And then on top of that, 24 hours later, you replaced your income. And I think that's just such a powerful message to see when you are not only in alignment with what you're meant to do and you felt that, I mean, obviously you felt it enough to take action, but then you also take action. What a difference that can make. And I'm sure we're going to talk about this later on with the exponential income, how that all plays together and what a difference that makes. Mm -hmm. And then you did it again. Like you're amazing. You went from teaching Instagram thinking you were going to be a marketing agency, but learning that instead of doing it for your clients, you were going to be more mentorship and teaching them how to do it for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, well, they needed a place to soak that all up. So you did this content and connection, a place they could get those updates, kind of like a magazine subscription. When you think about it, a place that could be their go-to to get the help that they need. But then you also were really thinking about your ideal client. And how they were busy moms and they needed these pictures and they needed these things to make their business run better. And so you did the in-person part and you didn't let typical frameworks in any of this hold you back. You listened to your gut and you did what felt right to you. And that's amazing. Thank you. I never put it all together like that, but honestly, my offer suite and my client journey was built out of what they needed, not necessarily what I wanted. Now they happen to coincide, especially because I'm an Enneagram too. Like my joy is found in helping people grow. And so, you know, creating these systems that were based on the actual needs of what the client didn't have and creating a system that worked for them 
is what worked for me. And so if you feel like you're out there in the ocean drowning, what is it that you would need in your business that you can help create for someone else? That's Mm -hmm. the idea that I try to plant the seed in in everyone's head. It's like, well, what did you need when you were in that space by yourself? What support could you provide to your client when they're there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just looking at my episodes board because Michelle, I'm editing her episode right now as we're recording this podcast, she's episode number 13. And she talks about in her journey of making the transition to what she's doing now. She went from corporate to running her own business. And she talked about that. She took three months to just sit listen to what people wanted and see where can I be valuable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of what you're talking about too. And us as helpers, as two wing threes, (laughs) helpers and achievers, we're all about, yeah, where can I be valuable? Where can I help people the most? And so I love that not only you did that personally on your journey, but now you're helping other people be like us helpers and doing that for their communities. And you're teaching, like you said, what you learned. You went through this process, you launched your whole own content and connection, your whole membership, and then now you're helping be that member mentor and helping people create a membership themselves. And so you, and you did it so quickly because you took action. I just think that that's a huge part. I mean, looking at the timeline, 2016, you were the VP of sales and marketing, and now we're in 2021 and you have two businesses that are thriving and you're amazing. So you're so sweet. (laughs) Thank you. I'm just blown away. I mean, I kind of knew your story, but I love doing these because I can really learn people's stories and I love seeing, and I've said this so many episodes now, but I don't care. I'm repeating it again. I love seeing all of the dots connect and the breadcrumbs of somebody's timeline connect from the things that they were doing really well and they enjoyed to the amazing impact that they're making now by connecting all of those dots. So let's connect those dots even more hop into and tell us what we need to know about exponential income and memberships. Give us a scoop on as busy, crazy (laughs) roller coaster ride mompreneurs we are. What do we need to know about this? And how should we know if this is the right next step and the right next thing to be more present and productive with our businesses? Because it's always a struggle. So I think the first thing to kind of lay the groundwork here is to take inventory of your time, how you make your money right now, and how you're currently serving your people. And then kind of make a pros and cons list. How do you want to spend your time? How do you want to serve your people? How do you want to make your money? And how much money do you want to make? Now, for me, the realistic thing that happened was I got capped out in my one-on-one mentorship business. I could only serve so many clients and I was seeing you guys eight clients a day. It was brutal. (laughs) That is so much. But here's the thing. I live in Southern California and I needed to make a certain amount of money and I wanted to make a certain amount of money. That three wing really, really was not willing to give up any of that income, right? I had my goals and I wanted to meet them, but it's not super realistic to reach goals one-on-one without burnout, right? Especially when you're first starting out. Now, when you get yourself to a place where you are a highly desired coach and you are the one that, that people need to book and you've got a wait list six months long, then absolutely you can do that. 
But when you're first starting out as a coach, it can be hard to make that balance between, okay, I need to make this much money. I don't want to spend this much time. I've got kids at home. I've got parents that I'm trying to take care of. I've got this and that going on in my life. And I want to be done with work by two o'clock so I can go pick up my kids. Or I want to not have to work on weekends so that I can spend that time with my family, right? So take inventory of what you've got and what you want. And then we can build a bridge on how to get there. So I still do one-on-one work, I still run content and connection. So I've still got those two lines in the water. When I added the membership mentor piece to the puzzle, I made some shifts, but content connection was really bred out of obviously the need from the client side, but also the need on my own side, because I think we can all attest that we're pretty much burnt out after everything that has happened over the last two years. Mm -hmm. And after all the online time we've spent, all the time we've spent either head down working hard in our business or in analysis paralysis, thinking about what we want to do about our business. Either way, we're pretty burnt out. So membership is an amazing system that you can put into play to create that exponential income for yourself. But the way to get there is first starting with taking that inventory. Like I said, you can only make so much money per hour when you're working one-on-one or even with a group, even if you step it up and you host a mastermind or an accelerator program, there's still a cap on that. There is not a cap on your membership. Yeah. I love what you said about first things first is taking inventory on your time because I talk about that in the mompreneur with these method. Yes. The strategy part is about having a strategic mindset, Mm -hmm. but the step after that, that I talk about is inventorying your time and how to figure out what to keep cut and add from your schedule, your activities, your daily life. Because I think a lot of the times we end up doing things that we think we should do or keeping up with the Joneses or things like that. And it's like, when you get down to what's your why, what's your mission? Like, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. Then it can really become clear of, okay, like you said, now we have a bridge and knowing where to go next, which is the next part of that strategy, which I say alignment. Like keep cutting ad, use your time wisely, be intentional and intuitive with how you're spending your time. And yeah, we're going to have to recalibrate like you did. You did all of that. And then you realize, okay, I'm now going to add in this membership mentorship. You're constantly tweaking and growing, but I love that you start with exactly what I love to talk about, which is making sure we're living in alignment. And of course it's like that because as we found out we're twins, but <laughs> I love, I love that that is the first part. And I love that you also talked about analysis paralysis, because mm-hmm. I think so many of us mompreneurs or anybody in entrepreneurship, you always feel that way. You're always thinking either I could do a million and one things in shiny object syndrome, or you're sitting thinking, what is the right next thing to do? Mm-hmm. And I've heard through memberships, and I think you can tell us more about this, that they can be great when you are a person like that, mm-hmm. because it allows you to switch things up and do new things. It's more of like when you think about a magazine where the magazine's not going to say the same thing every single time. It's got the categories of things that you talk about, but then you can infuse your ever-changing mind into it each month as you are interested in something new, etc. If someone who is wanting to open a membership does struggle with analysis paralysis, membership is actually great because it's structured. Mm-hmm. Now, I know so many friends that have tried to launch courses and they sit in analysis paralysis. They want it to be perfect before they do it. And I've got courses I'm working on. Even I struggle with getting those things out. And I'm, like you said, an action taker. But if you're a perfectionist, a membership might be a better place to start because memberships are built 
as you go. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have everything figured out. You do have to obviously have the groundwork pretty solid. You've got to have your strategy. You need some support to do it. But as far as what's happening inside the membership on a monthly basis, you can change it up. You can rely on that structure. You've got people that are counting on you. So that helps you show up, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so helpful. The other question that I had for you, and maybe we'll get to it in a little bit, but my mom brain doesn't want to forget about it, which is you said in your story that you were burnt out, you were doing all the one-on-one and then you added in membership, which I think is a story that we hear a lot, but as a membership mentor and such a big proponent of what memberships can do, have you seen, or Do you recommend for people who are inventorying their time that maybe membership is the right first place to start? You don't always have to start with one-on-one. Yes. So I have a friend who you guys are going to hear from soon, actually. Her name is Courtney. I'll tease her a little bit for you guys. (laughs) Yes, please go for it. She is episode number 21. She'll be launching first week of December for everybody listening. Fun. So Courtney is one of my clients who has had amazing success in her membership. And she started with only doing challenges here and there. So people were used to seeing her work, but no one had ever worked with Courtney one-on-one when she started. She never had a one-on-one business. She doesn't even have a whole lot of interest in hosting one-on-one stuff. She wants this community that makes an impact and that's what she's always wanted. So she did start with something which was almost kind of a trial run. Like the challenges were to prove to herself that people would pay her, (laughs) that what she had was good and that she should keep doing it. And so in her world, keep doing it meant create a membership instead of launch one-to-one. Now she does do one-on-ones on the side, but really it's as an afterthought to her membership. Her membership is her main event and that is completely okay. And honestly, this is going to give her so much freedom in her life. As a two wing three, I feel like I've got to stack my schedule no matter what I'm doing. I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, I've got free time, got to fill it kind of yeah. thing. Yep. And I'm like, you are going to have so much freedom in your life. And I just love that so much for you because She obviously is working on her membership every day, but she's only working in her membership once or twice a week Mm -hmm. and only for a few hours at a time. So that's an example of someone who did not start as a one-on-one coach, but did start creating a community, did prove herself, did prove her method and was able to create something super viable for her and her members out of it. That's super helpful because in my previous business, I was a personal stylist and I did Mm one-on-one and there was also a difference between I started my previous business before I had children. And now I have two. And when I was starting, there were two under two. So coming into the mompreneur guide, I looked at it and I said, I don't think I want to do one-on-one when I move into this. I think I want to do something more scalable and, and be better with my time. And those are questions that I'm still working through. And this is definitely helping me, but I think that that's such an interesting part of this inventorying your time and what works for you. Because when you figure out what works for you, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure you see your people show up so much better in their membership when they're choosing it because it works for them in their time. And they're excited, not because they feel like they have to do it, or they feel like, well, this is going to be the next right best thing for me to do. Yes. It's that, again, that alignment. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there's really three different ways you can go with membership. And I actually have a post that should be out. I started writing it today, and maybe we can link it in the show notes. There are three ways to approach a membership. You can have it as a front end offer, like content and connection is there's no barrier to entry. Anyone is welcome in content and connection, and it is more of an entry level type membership. 
there's the main event, like what Courtney's doing, where that's the main part of your business and that's the bread and butter. And then you can also do a back end membership, which I like to call like an alumni membership for clients that you've served that do need that external support afterwards, a place for them to land. Now, content connection started that way, but it's not that way anymore. There's no barrier to entry. So I have created a membership on the back end that I call my alumni membership, Mm -hmm. where you do have to be a graduate of my program to enter that. There is a barrier to entry. So there's really three ways to go about it. None of them are wrong. And when you look at your offer suite and you evaluate what your time looks like, what you want it to look like, Mm -hmm. if you're feeling like you're lacking in any portion of that, or you're feeling like you're overspent, that might be the time to really start thinking about a membership, Mm -hmm. especially if you really love pouring into people and making an impact. Membership is the thing for you, my friend. I love that. So the first thing that we need to do is inventory our time and figure out what are the pros and cons? What should we keep cut and add from what we're doing? And that's probably going to reveal that this membership space is the next thing. We know there are three different ways and maybe you start with one way like you did and you transitioned into another, but we've got three options, the front end offer, the main event, or the alumni. What is the next thing that we need to know when it comes to memberships and thinking through what we need to do? You want to take a hard look at your audience and you want to say, do I have the audience to support this? If not, no worries. You can build it. No matter what you're doing, you guys, you have to build your audience. It's not a choice. You have to build an audience to support it if you don't have one already. If you do, awesome. You might even get to launch quicker. But if you don't have that audience yet, you can always build it. But taking a long, hard look, being honest about it, and then doing the work to make that happen is the next step for the foundation. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to, do I have an audience? Yes or no. If it's yes, then it's like, okay, you can move on past go. Well, $200 in past go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can go on to creating your membership. If it's no, and you've got to stop and you've got to build it with your previous experience, like what's the timeline? What are the statistics? Do we need to hit a certain number? Do we need to spend a certain amount of time nurturing? And then we can move into the memberships. If we know this is what we want to do, like walk us through what happens when the answer is no, I don't have an audience. That's a great question. So if the answer is no, I don't have an audience. It really depends on how fast you're able to build. What I would recommend is get right down to it. Put your shovel in the dirt and start digging because you need to create and cultivate those relationships that are going to turn into those loyal customers. If you don't talk to people and if you don't treat them like humans, that's never going to happen. So we're not doing follow on follow. We're not buying followers. We are not doing any of the yucky, spammy, cold messages What we will do is start connecting with real people, treat them like people and don't say a thing about your business. Make it all about them. Make friends in real life with real people like you and I, when we were connected, you followed me. I think I followed you back. I sent you a voice message and I was like, Hey, we have friends in common. I love what you're doing. Let's be friends. And literally now we have a Voxer chat guys. Like we're that we're on that level <laughs> forever. Yes. We are on yeah. that level forever. <laughs> yes. And it's like, you know, just find real people and connect with them in real ways. Don't view your followership as a number, view it as 
an impact, right? Like this is the impact that I can make. View it as real relationships with real people because you can launch to a followership of 300. You can launch to a followership of 5,000. Neither one of those numbers dictates how many members you're going to have. It's the relationships you have with those people and how ready they are for your program that's going to dictate that. Yeah. And first off, I do want to attest to the fact that I think it was so amazing that you reached out in hearing the story again. I forgot how we became such quick business besties, <laughs> but you're right. It was you connecting with me and just talking and being a real person that was like exponential, like you say, exponential and making our relationship go so fast. So I love that. Tell us when it comes to making those connections, how do you know when now is the right time? Like, it doesn't matter what the number is, but do you find that people often survey to figure out now you're ready? How do you know when those people are ready? You'll start putting out content that is related to the subject of your membership. And the response to that content will dictate when you're ready. Now, there is no hard and fast rule of like three months, six months, 12 months, two days. You know, there's no hard and fast rule, but those relationships and the conversations you have both in the Instagram posts and in your DMS will dictate when you're like, okay, I think these people are ready for this. I remember going through this exactly with Courtney and she was like, oh my gosh, Sam, people actually do want this. They're asking me for help. So when people start asking you for how can I work with you, then you're like, okay, I've got a real thing here. I've got something that will actually fly off the shelves. So when we get to that point, either we've already passed this this stage because we said, yes, we have the right audience, or we took the time to focus and build and make those relationships. And now people are saying, help me, SOS. What else do we need to know about memberships? You need to know that it's going to take hard work. There is no such thing as passive income, my friends. Everything you do that will reap you money, except for just being born and getting an inheritance, (laughs) will take work. The nice thing about memberships is that you are going to start putting in the work on the forefront, building it out, building those relationships. And actually, Courtney and I were having this conversation last night Mm -hmm. where she's getting to that tipping point where people are coming to her because her audience is referring them way more than she has to go out and try to find new people. So there will be that tipping point when things start to get easier. And it's funny because at the same time, that's when you actually start making money and then it just kind of snowballs from there. But you do have to be willing to put on the work boots and get dirty because it is something that you have to commit to. Membership is also a commitment, right? Mm -hmm. You can't start something and have people paying you for months and A, not show up or B, just quit because that's yucky, right? We don't want to do that to ourselves. We don't want to do that to our people. So you've got to make a commitment to stick it through even when it's hard. And like, I tell all my clients, if you don't feel like you're on a freaking roller coaster every single day, then you don't have a business. You have a hobby Yes, because it is going to be high highs and low lows all day. Every day you will get your feelings hurt. You will have the biggest wins of your life. You will want to shout from the mountaintops about how amazing your business is. And in the same day, want to swim to the depths of the ocean and cry like a hundred percent. You've got to be willing and open to go through that because the reward is so great because the work that you're going to put in the seeds that you're planting, they're not going to sprout today, but you will have these amazing shade trees and way quicker than you probably could have ever thought. I love that. 
for people who have commitment phobia or they're in that analysis paralysis, how do you realize that, yes, it is a commitment to do memberships and you do need to continue to be there and show up, but what are some things for people who might be at this point thinking, well, I don't know if I want that type of commitment. Is it just, okay, then maybe this isn't the right route for you, or is there something we need to know to get us out of that? Well, that's a great question. I don't think membership is for everyone. Obviously nothing is for everyone. However, it doesn't mean just because you have analysis paralysis or you have a little bit of trouble with commitment, it doesn't mean that it's not for you. So you want to get to the root of why are you afraid to make that commitment? Is it because you don't think you have enough time? Is it because you don't think you have enough money to do it? Is it because you're afraid to show up like that? I would say, try to find that root cause, get some support on that, whether it's from a therapist or a coach or a strategist and try to map out a plan that makes sense. Start living in the way that you'd have to live. If your membership was active, block out in your schedule once a week, showing up on live zoom calls, if that's what part of your membership is and block out this and that, like the things that you think you're afraid of, try them out dip your toe in. And if you have to run away a few times, that's okay. But if you feel like it's safe to jump in, jump in my friend, it's safe. (laughs) The water's fine. That's so funny. It's actually something that my husband, Colin has said to me before, before I started the podcast, I don't even know if I was really hemming and hawing about it as much, but he was like, I think you should just try it a little bit Mm -hmm. to make sure it is the right next step before you go all in. And I'm like a go all in person. Like I'll just go all in and do it. Yep. Same all or nothing. Yeah, exactly. I love that you said that about putting it on your calendar, even if you don't do anything in that time, Mm -hmm. but just to see how it feels. Do you get excited that once a week you're seeing that your zoom call is coming up or once a month, Mm -hmm. or do you start to feel dread? Because I think that is a great an easy and free indicator to know if that's the right next step for you. Exactly. I think too, if you want to launch to a beta group, you can absolutely do that. You don't have to announce it to the world. You can test it out with a beta group and get some feedback from them and see how that goes. Yeah. That's a great point too. Like you said, try it on, see how it fits. Mm -hmm. And then when you see, which I think you would hope that most people would find memberships to be the right fit, then you can go all in after that. Exactly. That is so helpful. So first we've got to inventory our time. Then we're going to get our audience in order. Then we're going to put in the hard work to make the membership happen, to do a beta, to try it on. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. So tell us if this has all been like, okay, I think membership is the right route for me, or I think I want to learn more. It sounds intriguing. I've said yes to a lot of these things. Tell us what is the next step because you are a membership mentor. Tell us what we need to know on the next step of the journey and how you can support us there. Absolutely. So I have a freebie that you can grab anytime at the link in bio on my Instagram. That is the membership prep worksheet. So that is really going to help you define, do I have what it takes? Do I want to do this? What does my current situation look like? Matching it up with what you want. It really does help you take that inventory and get through step one. So that would be a great place to start. I also host the membership masterclass every quarter or so. So we do have one coming up that I'm really excited about. And that will be the lead into our exponential income accelerator, which is a mastermind that runs twice a year. And through that, we go through every single possible step to creating 
a membership and pushing it live. So it is so fun, so rewarding to do as the host of it. And we get to create 12 memberships through that process together with all the women that join in on that. So I run those twice a year. And in between, I also do one-on-one work on a case-by-case basis. I love that. So next step, go grab that membership prep worksheet, which will be linked in the show notes so that you can do step one of this process that Sam has shared with us. And then from there, you've got the membership masterclass. And then if it feels like a right fit, you could grab one of those 12 spots so that you can actually go take action. I think this was just so helpful. I know I've learned so much. I so appreciate you sharing this with us. If you're ready, we can move into the rapid fire questions. Absolutely. I'm like, oh, I hope we don't skip those. I had some fun things. Oh, no, no. (laughs) You don't ever skip those. They are too fun to miss. All right. We're going to get started. What is your favorite strategy to help you be more present and productive? Memberships and all your content, all the stuff you shared with us now cannot be an answer though. Okay. So my number one strategy is my CEO day. Okay. And that does have to do with your calendar. So marking off a calendar that is specifically set for you to put on your CEO hat, run your business from the back end and make sure everything is running smoothly. Mm-hmm. I do mine on Mondays. And if you start with just a Sunday night, mm-hmm. that's actually how I teach a lot of my clients to start. Cause some people have full-time jobs. Some people have kids, but CEO time specifically yeah. that you're setting aside to get work done in your business and make sure everything is running smoothly is my number one. Leaning out my schedule was number two. So my membership has opened up the opportunity for me to create more income and therefore create some time freedom to lean out my schedule. That is definitely a superpower for me. I have autoimmune. And so my personality loves to go, 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 but my body really needs some rest. And so leaning out my schedule has been a really, really great strategy. Yeah. And then the last one I would like to say is spending time with people in real life. Mm. That is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The leaning out of your schedule part. Did I see correctly that you take Fridays off for snuggles with your dogs? I do. Yeah. So I take Mondays and Fridays off and that would have never happened if I didn't open a membership. Honestly, I would have to work those days to make money and I make money every day now, whether I'm working or not, because I have two memberships. So Fridays are cuddle Fridays with the two wiener dogs and we spend the whole morning cuddling. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. And then for your CEO day, give us a little scoop. Like what are some of the things that you're doing to be working on your business and to make sure stuff is in order? Give us some examples there. In my CEO day, I always make sure that I go through my content calendar, make sure that everything is set up. If I need to batch record some reels, I will do that. And then I have a to-do list as well that I go through, make sure that everything is set up for my meeting with my assistant that happens every Tuesday. Mm. And then I also take some rest on CEO days. It's really important to treat yourself to some solid rest time. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Well, then we're going to go into the self-care question because that seems to play really well with all of our talk of rest in this one. So tell me, what's your go-to self-care activity? A hot bath to detox the day away. I love it. And a cup of the good ice. And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say the good ice, I'm sure you guys have seen the nugget ice machines. Oh, yeah. 
all over Instagram. Well, that is all I've wanted for years now. Uh And I finally bought one for my birthday because they were on sale with Amazon Prime. And they are an investment, but oh my gosh, I would pay three times what I paid for that. That is so awesome. It is the best. It is my favorite snack. I love the good ice. (laughs) You just have the ice or do you have like your sweet tea in it or something like that? No, sweet tea is reserved for lunch dates. Oh, okay. And the limit is two because we don't want to overdo it on the sugar. But yeah, 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 I just have a big, huge cup of ice and a glass of water. <laughs> I love it. I'm a bath person too. I feel like a lot of women I've been talking to are bath people, but I love to just, yeah, chill. I like to have a glass of wine. I like to read my book or read a magazine. So I totally feel you there. Yes. All right. Tell me what is your number one essential support that you have that you could not live without? My husband. I love when people answer <laughs> like that. That is the number one. My husband, who by the time this podcast airs, I actually hope to bring him on the team. Yes. He's been going out of town for work recently. And I said to him, how did you have the audacity to leave me here to care for myself? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know my husband used to travel and I am so grateful, especially now that we have kids that he is home and around. I mean, he's just my best friend. So I love to have him around with yes. me all the time. How dare you leave? I literally... Could not function without him. He cares for our dogs. He does the cleaning and he does about 50 to 70% of the meals. So he is the best. Actually, we met in our ninth grade science class and started dating a year later when we were 15. We will celebrate, I think it's 16 years together this year and 11 years married. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. That is so amazing. It's so great when you find your person makes you happy. I know. He's, he's the yeah. one. And then my number two, I do have a number two. Let's hear it. My mastermind business besties. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to extend that to you because you're an extension of Rochelle's one of my mastermind yes. business besties. That's how we mm-hmm. met. But business besties are so important. Your regular best friends are important obviously, but having people in your corner that know what you're going through, especially as fellow leaders, when you lead a mastermind, you can't go to your members with your woes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you need to have fellow leaders that aren't your students that you can commiserate with and strategize with. And that is so important. Yeah, I totally agree. And thank you for the honorary business bestie membership mastermind whole thing. I so appreciate that. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Tell me what is your most stereotypical entrepreneur story? Like what is just something that only us who run our own businesses are going to crack up and be like, yep, that's just something that this roller coaster ride of a lifestyle brings for us. Oh gosh. Okay. So obviously the emotional roller coaster all day, every day, Mm -hmm. I do not identify as an emotional person. I'm not a crier, any of that. I mean, I, I'm in touch with feelings, obviously, because I'm an Enneagram too, mostly other people's feelings, but I have never felt the feels like I do as an entrepreneur, like it's whole next level. Mm -hmm. And then also I would say when it comes to zoom calls, my dogs giving their two cents every single time that I have a training call every single time they give their two cents. And I'm always apologizing and I'm like, oh my gosh. So if anything that the pandemic has helped us with as online entrepreneurs, I think it's that we all get it and like now everybody gets it. And so that ability for us all to be like, don't worry about it. No big deal. We've got you is so helpful. Yes. Awesome. Well, Sam, thank you so much for being here. I know that everybody is just going to 
eat all this content up and be ready for help with their memberships. I can't wait to direct everybody to all the amazingness that you have. You've got the freebie checklist. You've got the masterclass. You've got the accelerator and one-on-one. All of those things can be found in the show notes. I so appreciate you being here and I can't wait for everybody to learn more about what you do. Thank you so much for having me. I really had so much fun. If any of you guys listening have any questions, want to tell me about your membership ideas, do not be afraid to pop into my DMs. I'd love to have a voice message combo. That's how Megan and I became friends. And hey, you never know, <laughs> right? <laughs> you could be another one of our business besties soon here enough. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Want more? Head to themompreneurguy.com to grab my personal framework for living a present and productive life and to hear my real-time ahas on Telegram. See you next time.